Welcome to Laugh It Up Fuzzball. I am Joe the Wookie Riot. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about life, the universe, and everything, but mostly geek stuff. A place where we get to let our geek flag fly and talk about all things geek. As I've said before, this isn't an amalgamation of geek news or a comprehensive guide to all genres or the world of geekdom. Hopefully it's just a fun place to cover some geek news, comics, The Simpsons, Star Wars, and whatever randomness finds its way on in the recording. But let us get started. Well, hey, hey, friends, welcome to level 237 of Laugh It Up Fuzzball, the second time we've tried to do it. Uh, but I am joined today on Laugh It Up Fuzzball's uh, level 237 by the Zummies Friends Gang, which is none other than Danny the Deuce hey. and Mr. Benjamin Blueford Blue the Fourth. Woohoo! And then his second appearance on Laugh It Up Fuzzball, hopefully uh, the second of many more, Mr. Corey, who doesn't have a nickname yet. <laughs> I, maybe that's a good thing but... <laughs> if, if you stay on the cast long enough at some point you'll get some sort of nickname Boy, two time it, yeah two but, time uh, Corey. friends we're we're here today if the if the title of the podcast although i don't know what the title is yet wasn't enough you are you are in for the inevitable just like thanos we inevitably we're going to get to spoilers about wandavision and uh, for all of you who are on the Laugh It Up Facebook group, plug, plug, plug. You know, I said uh, 20 March as the, as the you know, don't spoil until then. And gave people the opportunity to spoil. Although, like, there wasn't that much spoilers or discussion, which is fine. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and now it's, now the time has come, the walrus said, to talk of Wanda things. Of vision, shoes, and ceiling wax. And white vision and Caucasian. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> while the sea is boiling hot and while the fish have wings, clue Calais, let's talk today about one <laughs> <Wanda> division things. <laughs> how how am I how am I gonna how am I gonna top that? That was an amazing intro. You're not. You ain't <laughs> you gonna do it. You don't need to top it. Uh you just need to bottom it. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, we're gonna talk Wandavision, and this is uh, as disorganized as only Laugh It Up Fuzzballs can be. But we're gonna we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna talk some Wandavision. We're gonna talk the good, the bad. Although probably in my opinion, there'll be more good than bad, and uh, just discuss like different things of the show. And uh, I guess that's a good way to say I'm. I don't want to be talking the whole time. Let's do some initial thoughts. Like uh, we'll just go Danny Blue Corey, talk some initial thoughts, and then All we'll right. go from there. That's fair. Um. I think the show was a giant uh, risk for Marvel to do something so different, so out of the box, and something so that the Marvel fan wasn't used to, and I loved it. Um, I I had a real trouble that you could only homage sitcoms for so long without actually getting it, but... It was fantastic. I absolutely loved it. I love the way that they dealt with grief. I love corruption, I guess. And just kind of moving the ball forward. This is the new MCU after Endgame. And it's just moving the ball along to kind of what's what happened to these people after during and after this event ahead of them in the future. Nice. Yeah. And, Mr. Blue? Oh, uh, I fully agree with Danny. Like, the the fact that they went with such a risky storyline 
um, bringing in things for the Scarlet Witch that I was like, oh, they're never going to bring this in. They're never going to bring that in. And they brought those things in. Like that first episode, that black and white episode, where at the end she's like, ugh. I'm pregnant. I was like, oh, no. (laughs) It was a a real big moment of they're going to do it. Oh, this is this is going to be bad. Um, I absolutely love the cast uh, of the entire show. Uh, The the woman that they chose for Monica Rambeau is like chef's kiss. Amazing. Um, uh, I, I wish I was better with names. Uh, but the uh, Agatha Harkness, oh, be still my heart. Han. Yes, absolutely, be still my heart. A wonderful acting. Uh, the kids were great. Yeah, like the whole show just had me on edge the entire time, wondering how far are they gonna go. Nice, Corey. Nice. Uh, yeah, I say, I say, I agree. The, the really, it was a. I thought it was fantastic. Um, I was um. I think we were all. I'm sure we were all a little bit not not sure what to expect. Um, this being the first real Marvel show on Disney Plus, it's like what kind of what is it gonna what is it gonna be? Is it gonna feel like the movies? Is it gonna feel like um, its own thing? And the answer to both of those questions is yes, I guess. So, um, but yeah, and and, uh, and also and it fit in really well with you know with the with the story they got telling in the movies and, and initially I wasn't really super enthused about, uh, the, the Disney plus shows. I was looking forward to this one, but you know, stuff, the upcoming stuff, I was kind of, I wasn't really that, that excited about it, but now I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, well, like literally I've sort of been like grieving the shows over and <laughs> that's really good because the entire show was about grief including uh, the, the stages of grief. And I, I love I love classic sitcoms. I don't like modern sitcoms as much, but classic sitcoms I, I really do enjoy. And uh, yeah, it just, it touched, it touched me profoundly and not in a dirty way, but like in a great way. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Although I guess a, a dirty way can be a great way, depending on how you look at it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I really like, I didn't know what to get. I knew it was going to be bonkers and it was both bonkers, but straight, straightforward. And I really like enjoyed the hell out of it. There's like so much, there's great Easter eggs. And, you know, although, although I was one of the, the, you know, Mephisto shippers, I didn't get that, but I'm okay with that because I actually like to have a theory that doesn't happen. Just as much as I like a theory that does happen, and uh, exactly, yeah, I just I just thought it was was pretty lovely, you know. Overall, I really I felt it felt like it had a satisfactory conclusion, and uh, I really enjoyed the journey. And when it was done, I was just like, oh man, like I I want more. But you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens, shows, movies down the line. You know, who knows what Doctor Satmom is going to bring us? And yeah, such a weird acronym, Satmom. Anyways, uh, shout out to Nick. It's just good. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Doctor Satmom. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Satmom. Uh, but yeah, I think the show really covered a lot of like the way it dealt with the uh, the grief moments uh, for Wanda. I thought, oh man, this this show is they're getting it. They're like using that old <laughs> Disney magic, that hooking, that bait and hook, like getting people reeled in. Yeah, and I mean everybody like. 
Catherine Hahn, I'll, I'll admit, like, when I first saw her, I was like, isn't that the weird chick from Step Brothers? Like, <laughs> you know, I haven't, I haven't seen her in a lot of the stuff that she's done, I, but she's been really funny and interesting in everything I have. Um, but, like, as I was doing research for this, like, I, I found somebody talking, like, not a lot of people are talking about that Catherine Hahn plays Agnes in WandaVision, but she also voiced Dr. Olivia Octavius in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That she, so did. she did. Yeah, so she like she's the lady that crosses between worlds. She crosses those streams and it turns out great. And everybody just hopes it's her all along. Like Yes. Really, yeah, with her with her slutty dirty booty. <laughs> Whatever it was that her, her little her juicy pants said in the one the one show. Juicy, juicy pants. Yeah, but I think uh let's uh No but like one. Go ahead. No, it's like, and it's funny because Blue mentioned it earlier, and I think I'm noticing more with these Marvel shows than I did with the movies. We we saw that the, like Wanda was pregnant, and 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 Agnes, and we're just like, oh, and even now with, with you know Falcon Winter Soldier, they're doing stuff with it, and they're like, oh, oh, they're doing this. I was like, are they really doing this? But that's such a small conversation because I feel like I'm like, oh, they're doing this. And I look to my left and no one knows what the fuck I'm talking about. And I look to my right and no one's talking about it. I'm like, oh, all these people are new. I was like, oh, they no, don't they know what's no going on. I was like, oh, you don't have a clue. Which is lovely because it gives like geek I think pundits. I think it's like, another fast yeah, it gives uh, geek. Can you hear me? Am I, am I cutting out again? Yeah, you're cutting out a little bit. But we can still hear you. Uh, no, and I agree. Like, it gives us like. Because people are just like, what do you think is going to happen? And I was like, well, what do I think is going to happen? Or what happened in the comics? And like, what happened in the comics? And then you tell them, and they're like, oh my god, that happened in comics? I was like, yeah, yeah, it's just dark. Well, yeah, that that gives us like a, a really great spot, like as like geek pundits to like do like podcasts or articles or whatever to like actually like educate the masses on these like things that we know that turned out that it wasn't wasted time. <laughs> exactly and i kind of feel validated in in all of my reading because of the fact that now people are looking at this the you know this new media going oh my goodness that that's what's gonna happen is that what happened in the comics like i have a friend uh and she always asked oh my me goodness. like yeah she always asked me stuff like oh what's gonna happen with like loki and what's what's gonna happen with this like what happened in the books and then i tell them and and they're always like that's wow and i'm like yeah they're like that really happens in the books i'm like yes that's what happens in the comic books and they're like why don't we read comic books more and i'm like that's what i've been saying forever so <laughs> like that feeling is really great you know yeah well so like you know we we talked about like are they gonna go that dark and of course it was you know the second that you know billy and tommy show up you're like oh no Oh no, with Mephisto turning him into his arms and fighting and, and all that. And I, I remember sending sending, you know, Danny and Blue a text that basically was like, uh, I'll quote myself, I was like, so to make something, Wanda needs something else physical to make it out of. At the same time, Vision notices there are no children in Westfield. So did Wanda make her kids out of insert really dark theory here? <laughs> <laughs> And then thankfully the next episode was like kids everywhere, Halloween, all the kids. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. She didn't turn them into like puppies or whatever. And I killed Sparky too. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess this is a, a good way to start, and we'll start with Corey. But Corey, what what was like your favorite favorite thing about Wandavision? Um, I think <laughs> I'd have to say the fact that it actually gave me a favorite Avenger because I didn't have one before. Um, I Scarlet Witch was up there, um, but I didn't. But I wouldn't have called her my favorite. But now I can definitely say that she is my favorite. Um, and also it. I like that it made me actually give a crap about Vision because, uh, like, I, I didn't before. Um, but yeah, um, favorite. Yeah, I, th- I think that's my favorite part, and and just the way you know it, it incorporated the sitcom aspect into into the actual narrative and the plot. I, I was really impressed by that as well. Nice. Who wants to go next, Boyos? Deuce, Mr. Deuce. Sure. So doing things we liked. Yeah. All right, so, oh, I love the ballsiness. The acting was subpar. Um, as as much as I love the uh, twists, I love twists, and I love how Marvel does twists because they're so upfront, but they piss everybody off. So like with the Mandarin, right? Like it ended up not being the Mandarin. Everybody was angry. I fucking loved it. Like I thought it was brilliant. And now you have Mister Boner. Is set up <laughs> and and it was like brilliantly done because everybody's assuming somehow there's going to be this connection to the multiverse and bring in the X Men and they purposely casted like Quicksilver from the Fox universe as Quicksilver in the series. Oh, I don't think they uh, called him Quicksilver. It's Pietro or Pietro and. And and it's like brilliant. Uh, Evan Peters is just he's he's such a brilliant actor, and he plays that his sitcom part so well. And when it was revealed that it wasn't even Pietro, it was just you know a boner. Was it was it was it, it wasn't Richard Boner because that would just be too too amazing. Um, <laughs> it was Ralph. Ralph. Ralph, Ralph Boner, and and he was essentially just a dude who lived next door. I was like, oh. Oh, that's that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Um, I love the homages. Uh, I think all the way up to all of them for the sitcoms. Um, I just think that the only reason why it was that great is because Marvel had the credit to do so. They 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 put out for the last ten years amazing content that it allowed them to take a risk. I I can't watch as much as I used to love watching Lucy and the Dick Van Dyke and Andy Griffith growing up like monsters. I just, I just, I can't watch sitcoms. The, the comedic timing is just so awful to me. And so the first two episodes were work. They were legitimately work. I had to force myself through it to telling myself, okay, the next one's going to be better. Next one, there's going to be something. There's going to be something. And I'm glad I stuck through it because it gave us some of the best MCU movements, moments, movements, <laughs> uh, moments that we've seen in a, oof, at least in a long time. Um, that the vision line, which I'll say for you, Joe, um, when they're doing the flashbacks between uh, Wanda, uh, Catherine Hahn, and, and Vision, um, and Ag- I'm sorry, Agnes. Yeah, that was amazing. And it really just paid out to the entire show. And then probably my favorite scene, which is the logical battle between the two visions. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, so good. That Mr. Was, Blue? It really was. Um, my favorite parts of the show are probably the most slept on parts of the show, which is not not the introduction, but the pushing of Jimmy Woo as this awesome freaking agent that we all need to follow and um, the introduction of Monica Rambeau, oh, who yes. is by far my favorite um, of the female superheroes uh, in all of Marvel Comics. I think she is absolutely incredible. And seeing her like introduced with her powers and such is just like, mm, oh, we're going to get to see her grow. We're going to get to see her like come into into uh into the powers and and just see her come into fruition as a hero i think oh man it, it gets me excited um as the little nerd that i am uh to see both of these characters kind of shine um you, you know it's especially in, in in light of things just a little representation you know what i mean uh i i, I love those two so much but um, with that being said, I also loved, you know, the major parts of the show as well. Um, the entire um, final reveal of Agatha herself was just tip top. I, I loved it. I was like, oh, this is great. And the little theme song was in my head for like freaking weeks after. It was so good. <laughs> Um, but yes, that logic battle between the two visions, I was very much, well, first off, the fact that they used white vision, I was like, wait, what? That is awesome. And he looked great too. Um, I was very surprised, but, um, I, I really very much liked the fact that he still had, despite the fact that they had changed his main directive of programming, approaching the programming and how he approached it was still basically the same. Yeah. Um, which allowed him to kind of like go, oh, well, I guess that's the the conundrum and kind of like break the coding, uh, so to speak. Well, yeah, like I can vouch, Blue, that, you know, before WandaVision, like you were hyping up like Spectrum to me like so hard. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. you, were, you were all about, all about her. So like when, when that episode, especially like after seeing the powers, like once I'd known you watched it, I was like, Spectrum! Like exclamation mark. <laughs> Heck yeah. And I was super like, yeah! I think yeah. it's so interesting that of all the like spoiler stuff, how like the showrunners were talking about it after when everything was said and done, that they actually hadn't originally planned on announcing like Tayana Paris as Monica Rambeau, uh -huh. uh, but Disney like spoiled it, like put it way ahead, and they were like, "Well, thanks, a holes." Like <laughs> they had actually wanted that to be like a delightful surprise for people, but you know, it's I don't think it ruined anything. It just uh, it uh, you know it was it was good. Oh yeah. Uh, does anybody else have any favorites before I go into mine? Uh, no, man. I'm nope. really, I'm really interested to hear your favorites. I mean, uh, what, what, what do you say? Like, Wanda with Vision and Fox Mutant trolling, Agatha all along, grief waves are rolling, Darcy and Sword and Woo Monica too. These are a few of my favorite things. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I had show notes, man. <laughs> that was good, man. Wait, who disappeared? You disappeared, you Joey. Yeah, that was you. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes. But we missed the uh, what? Just like the last three seconds. Did you Did you hear all of my song? That's all I care about. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my my favorite thing is them fixing the blip, like the yeah. beginning the beginning of episode three, 
that chaotic hospital scene with Monica Rambeau. Just like, you know, like our first encounter with Post Blip is Spider-Man Far From Home, which I think is an okay movie. But like in that movie, it was a joke. It was just like, hey, people came back and the band was here. And like the teacher's wife was like faking the blip to leave him. And like then we're going to test some teenage jokes. And like my my aunt's going to hold like a fundraiser. But everything's fine. Like it's no big deal that like half of the universe disappeared and came back five years later. Like no big deal, man. Like Tony Stark's gone. And we're sad, man. We're so sad. Yeah. And uh I, you know, it didn't really bother me in Far From Home. I never really thought about it. But then I see this scene and I'm like, no, like, wow. Like, they really, like, missed the boat on that one. And, uh, and I mean, without talking too much about Falcon and Winter Soldier, like, the blip continues. Like, it is uh, a poignant thing that they're going to rightfully talk about in this universe. And, and yeah, I'm so happy that they fixed it. You know, because it because it's important and it adds so much more to the story. Absolutely agree. Absolutely. Yeah. So in a in a bunch of amazing, wonderful things, including a sound of the music song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I really think uh, think that's great. And it's sort of like if you go back and watch Spider-Man Far From Home when the teacher's talking about like the wife like faking the blip to leave him, like man. That's so sad. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's like told as a joke, but man, that ain't no joke. Like, yeah, man, so I, up. I feel bad. And like, well, Blue was saying, like, slept on characters. Like, I love having Darcy back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, true. You know, Darcy Lewis played by the beautiful Kat Dennings. Like, just so good. And just like little nods, like WHIH News is in WandaVision. And it's like such a great comic poll and like ties into other movies. And most people will miss it. But I was just like, WHIH! Like, <laughs> yeah! <laughs> and uh, and yes, validation of knowing all this like comic booky stuff. And uh, even if your theories turned out wrong, sorry, Mephisto guys like me, uh, you know? And, uh, but now we might get Cathon and. And yeah, yeah, we don't know what we're going to get. And I think that's a great feeling to have the fact that we have no idea what's going to happen next because they're they're changing story elements left and right. But at the same time, it kind of makes it um, I know a lot of like nerds and geeks and stuff are are really upset because they they really kind of thrive on the comic book accuracy for this kind of stuff. But at the same time, I really like retellings and deep lore and stuff like that. So I'm really interested in kind of finding like a new excitement in the in a retelling in a different way from somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What about a least? Does anybody have like least favorite things? Um, um, I don't have any major complaints, but I kind of felt like the finale kind of let Wanda off the hook a little bit too much. You know, because like. Because, you know, like, as justifiable, as understandable, not justifiable, understandable as her actions were, you know, trapping the town, uh, she still trapped the town of people. And then they kind of, they kind of, her and uh, Monica kind of brushed it off at the end. And we're like, eh, they, they'll, they'll get over it. <laughs> it's like, it's not like the townspeople forgave her or something like that. It's like, well, that, that, that was, even though I'm on her side, you know, that, that does kind of, still kind of sucks. I mean... But who's the stopper? 
Well, that's I mean, also like, true, but like, like the show, the show was dealing with how do superheroes deal with grief, right? You have essentially this immense power, and so when you grieve, like everybody feels it, and those people just kind of got caught up in the wave of her grief. Yeah, but like the fact that nobody, nobody even said anything, and I can understand, like, oh, definitely deep fear. But the fact that Monica walked out of there with everybody just being like, oh, yeah, you can walk out of here. And and everyone kind of like realizing, oh, she's with the government. Hey, are you just going to let that bitch like walk out of here? What the heck? You know what I mean? Um, Like, I kind of felt like something crazy should have happened, especially because um, the mom from that 70s show was there. And I was like, why do they have that actress there if she's not going to be something important? I really hope she's going to be something important, and she wasn't. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I kind of felt like, you know, they don't have... I didn't necessarily think they had to make it, like, a big thing, but maybe just, like, a, uh, she... Wanda, you know, just apologizes to the town people or something like that, you know? Yeah. Just something little like that, you know, give them give them some closure. My goodness, she didn't, did she? She never even really apologized <laughs> to them, huh? <laughs> she's just like, my bad. <laughs> Yeah. Just like looked around and was like, uh, let me get out of here. Okay, bye. It's awkward, bye. Just like, I'm sorry that you guys got cut up in my bullshit. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, I, so and also like along the lines of stuff that doesn't turn out, like the Ralph Boner of it all. Like, I know Danny's like, oh, just a, a, a boner joke, but it's actually like so much more than that. Like, it's a, a classic case of misdirection. And honestly, the name is a, a tribute to um, R- R- Richard Boner Stabone from Growing Pains. Like, that's why that's his name. And the director of WandaVision was actually on, like, that spinoff from Growing Pains. So, like, it's a little tip of the hat to his actual sitcom, like, time. And, uh, yeah, and, like, I don't, you know, it's I like that, like, where you're so sure. And then, like, when I saw, like, Pietro or Fietro, I was like, what the fuck? Like, how are they doing this? How does this make sense? The MCU is doomed. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and it, then it wasn't, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. See, like I'm all I'm all rain clouds over here. So I would have liked to seen uh, more of the comic book accuracy of accurate, uh, like Agatha or like, Mephisto taking out the kids. But at the same time, I think the way that they did it was so wholesome because she still lost everything, but she did it on kind of her grieving terms. And it kind of gave Wanda closure instead of in the comic books where it just drove her insane. Yeah. I mean, they they just did, like, some really wonderful stuff. Um, I, I really can't think of anything negative. Did everybody get their negative negativity out? Or, I mean, yeah, that was there... it. that's all I got. Yeah. Like, you know, I, did, I had some questions, like, about the, the Darkhold. You know, we were like, it can't be the Darkhold, because it did it in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Runaways, and they're like, no, it's the Darkhold, and it's not connected to those shows. It's not connected to us. And you're like, oh, bummer. <laughs> and it looks nothing like it. Yeah. But I did I did love the fact that the, in this Darkhold, it's written in magic, so you just can't, like, pick it up and read it. Like, you need to know magic to read it. And right. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Agents of Shield, like you know, it's it's in your language thing was 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 different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, was, it was smart. 
Yeah, I mean, they're, they're just, there were so, like, okay, so let's talk about some fan theories that, like, don't work out, right? So we talked about the Mephisto of it all. Since everybody's like, yeah, like, Billy and Tommy are parts of Mephisto, and, you know, Fiatro has some real, like, Mephisto energy when he's talking about, like, come here, demon spawn, and, <laughs> and, and he's like, damn it, if Westview, New Jersey isn't charming as hell, you know, so you're like, oh, I see what you're doing, and there's devils in the wallpaper, and yeah, strong, <laughs> strong Mephisto energy, and, uh, and, and, and it's not, although there is that tag at the end of, end of it where, you know, how is she here and Billy and Tommy and is that Mephisto or Cathan or whatever, although mm-hmm. with the dark hold is probably more Cathan, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And then like, everybody's like, Oh, like they, they recast Pietro and now Evan Peters, like, you know, Quicksilver is like tied into the MCU and it's going to be this really weird thing. And this is how we get mutants. And no, it's just like they literally cast an actor where you're like, this is wrong. Something's wrong. And they're like, exactly. You, you feel that? That's what we want you to feel. Like, yeah, something, exactly. something is wrong here. Like, <laughs> like we, we got the emotional response that we needed by our casting. Thank you very much. <laughs> and by the way, his name is Boner. <laughs> and, and Agatha's been talking about her husband, Ralph, this whole damn time. And you were not paying attention. Yeah. Oh. Uh-oh, what happened? You had construction workers showed up at somebody's house. That was funny. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know whose end that was on. <laughs> that was that was me. Sorry, I had a I had to take care of the cat. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just like, what? Like, like all of a sudden, like Danny's getting a second story. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so uh, I guess uh, behind the curtain, uh, my cat or my roommate's cat's been like antsy i guess for lack of a better term and she's been kind of like coming into my room out like in and out of my room every 10 minutes and it's getting really obnoxious so like even through the middle of the night she's just like open door close door open door close door <laughs> and so like i have to like use scary noises to get her to leave me alone for a couple hours so what you're <laughs> saying is the cat is either mephisto or the way we get mutants in the mcu no, I'm saying it's Kathan. <laughs> it's Kathan. It's Kathan. <laughs> but but what is a cat if not my allergy persevering? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's there's so many fan theories and there was there was some good stuff, although I, I somebody said I don't know where I found it, but it was basically like every fan theory was all about like a male big bad uh being the true like culprit. Versus like the realization that the show is about the exploration of Wanda's grief, and 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 I feel that you know what I mean, and like I was even part of the problem. I'll admit it. Like just because I know so much about comics, I'm like ready for it to be like this story told in the past by by some man, man. And um. uh, yeah, I think <laughs> I think the show is beautiful that it that it used the sitcoms, some really great sitcoms, might I add, and explored grief. You know, agreed. But uh. Who says Mephisto has to be a dude? He's, he's a fucking <laughs> demon. I mean, it, he could be whatever the heck, and he has been whatever the heck he's wanted uh, in all of the books. Uh, to my knowledge, he's always appeared as something crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, how great is it going to be when the Loki show comes out and we find out that it was Loki all along? 
Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> Only if we get a new theme song saying that it was Loki all along. <laughs> Who's been messing up everything? It was Loki all along. <laughs> I've had some, I won't sing them on air, but I had some really bad like uh, thoughts about that song for a little while, and uh, I, I, I had to make myself blush a little bit. I was like, oh, I shouldn't sing that out loud. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that. Now I am so curious. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, like, they're just such beautiful stuff. Like, I, I appreciate all the sitcoms, and I'm so happy as hell that they chose Malcolm in the Middle as their 90s, like, sitcom. Mm -hmm. I really was worried there was going to be a Friends episode, and I was going to have to turn it off. <laughs> um, but, uh yeah. You know, they even the showrunners even admitted that at one point they were like flirting with doing a, an X file style episode, and now it, it looks like there's a small chance we might get the Darcy and Wu X file show. So that'd be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that would be really awesome. We I don't think we got enough of them, honestly. I yeah. think I think Darcy and 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 Agent Wu had great chemistry and they worked so well together, and they both have the combination of like doofiness but can't be serious. Right. And we never even found out who this informant was, which is kind of funny. Yeah. True. I mean, oh, we didn't. That, it could be how we get more Ralph Boner, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm always up for more Boner. And he shows up <laughs> and he's like, it's Bonner. <laughs> uh, it's, like, it's like that one commercial where he's like, uh, Mr. Dumbass. I think I'll be great for your company, Mr. Dumbass. Like, yeah, Dumbass is going to be great. He's like, it's Dumas. Dumas. It's Dumas. <laughs> what a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the WandaVision was great because it tied so much into, like, the comics that we know. But, uh, like, like the rest of the MCU, it took, it took the bits and pieces but still told its own new version of the story, you know? Mm -hmm. And like they're like everything from what people were saying, uh, Reed Richards was gonna show up as the engineer. No, it's just a major chick. Uh, uh, I even saw a thing where someone was like, the beekeeper was named Franklin, which means that he's Franklin Richards, the son of Reed oh and my Sue. God. And I'm just <laughs> like, bro, like they're not gonna introduce their son before they introduce them. Like, yeah, for reals. That's some uh, retroactive continuity. Like, <laughs> I mean. I heard one that someone said it was going to be Hive, which would have made more sense seeing that he was a fucking beekeeper than Franklin Richards. Yeah. Well, I admit that even I had uh, thoughts that maybe Hydra was tied in to this somehow at the beginning. Like, that was, like, one of my guesses. And I thought it was a solid guess because, like, if if you looked at it at the get-go, like, it could have been, like, oh, something that's, that's like, manipulating her or because there, something was... Definitely manipulating her, but we learned that it was Agatha um, through the through the thing. But uh, like, even <laughs> with that, I feel like we had so many things that we could go off of that were cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but Agatha wasn't really manipulating her either. Like, was a little bit. She was messing stuff Wanda. up, and well, she was messing stuff up and uh, messing stuff up for her, trying to like you know, rile her up and, and, and get her to a point where she can reveal something, you know, anything basically. Cause she, uh, remember she said, I don't understand. I, I was going along with this and I thought you were 
like doing something, but then I realize now that you're just like freaking broken. So let's fix that. You know, <laughs> she's like, I feel bad for you. Your life sucks. Yeah, basically, she was like, oh, you just suck. So now I have to do it this way. And she's like, by the way, you broken lady, you're a myth, a being capable of spontaneous creation. This is chaos magic, Wanda, and that makes you the Scarlet Pimpernel. Ah, I said the <laughs> name. The Scarlet Pumpernickel. They said the name of the thing in the thing. <laughs> Corey, I feel like we've been talking, talking all over. And we lost you again. No, uh, well, yeah, I think we lost Joey, so so I couldn't, couldn't take his place. No, I I don't have a whole lot to add. Um, I guess, yeah, I I wanted to give a particular shout out to Darcy. Um, just because, you know, I, she didn't really leave much of an impression on me in the Thor movies. She was just kind of, you know, goofy sidekick that wasn't even really all that funny, and and she actually became one of my favorite parts of WandaVision. You know. Oh yeah. Brought her back and gave her gave her an actual character, gave her motivations and stuff like that. I was really impressed how they took you know took uh, such a side character that you could that I didn't think would ever come back and uh, and made me really like her. Heck yeah, man! That is absolutely awesome. Also, also I do, also I do not like the show. Did not like Two Broke Girls at all. So I was like I kind of had a bias against Cat Dennings, but but nope, I really liked her as well. Who broke girls? Oh, she, is that? Oh, the okay. Show she was on. Yeah, that's okay. The sitcom, which fortunately did not get uh, any kind of homage in Wandavision, thank God for that. Yeah, thank God for that. You know, I was almost biased against her, but she, but again, she became one of my favorite parts of Wandavision. So you know, good for her. And also, she has really big eyes. <laughs> no, she has very big eyes. <laughs> she does. Yes, very, she does. Very, very, I apologize to any uh, any female listeners. I just had to throw that that joke in there. Yeah. Well, her eyes are very expressive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like there, there's there's just so much goodness to talk about. And now I'm just worried about cutting out again. Um, but like even like <laughs> there was a really so when when Fietro's running around and he yells kick ass and then all of a sudden the internet oh. went like on fire. <laughs> like he said kick ass and like Aaron Taylor Johnson. And, and Evan Peters, like, the Quicksilvers, they were in that movie together. And, like, that's so genius. And the director's like, that was an accident. What? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, man, that was that was just a line. But kudos to you guys for, for stringing some shit together. This is like uh, when, um, when people were analyzing the crap out of uh, Jordan Peele's movies. And he just kind of, he was, like, reading some of the fan theories. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that was totally what I intended. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, same. It, it was the same thing. <laughs> yeah, leave it to the internet to overanalyze everything. I mean, I I don't feel like we'd be doing uh, talking about the show justice without really talking about like the beauty that is White Vision, who for from this day forward, as of two weeks ago, it was Caucasian. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> and like I know there were there's some haters that are like, oh, having white vision, that's a cop out. It takes away from the death of vision. No, no, it doesn't. It like, doesn't at all. That's the point of the white vision. Yeah. <laughs> like and like it like yes, he has like the memories after the ship of Theseus and everything, but like even the look from like his his gemstone looking like uh Tony Stark's like arc reactor. You know what I mean? Like 
Yeah. It was yeah, it was just I never like thought that white vision would work on the screen, you know? It's such a such a very comic centric look, but man, it was it was freaking cool. And yeah, I love Paul cool. Bettany like trolled the world by saying that there was one actor he always wanted to work with and he was so excited for the chemistry and he was talking about himself. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There was people thought he meant like Patrick Stewart or Ian McKellen. It would and it's funny because people got so mad when they realized what he really meant. Yeah. <laughs> and and I was I was like, good form. Like, way to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're cool. right, Paul Bettany. It was fireworks on set. <laughs> No, but I love that scene. Uh, it's really, I think, the best way to uh, encapsulate Vision and exactly what he represents by having a logical battle. You know, bringing up the ship of Theseus because my fucking brain broke. Like, I was watching the scene, I was like, <laughs> man, I don't know what he's fucking talking about, but this is amazing. <laughs> I mean, well, I shared those comic panels from from Tom King's vision to you guys where, like, he's basically talking to Billy and Tommy and he's like, well, I'm not your father and I don't have any memory. And Wanda's like, you're cruel. And he's like, well, is it is the truth is cruel? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. And I mean, like, as dark as the show did go, it could have gone so much darker, so much worse. Yeah, like the I, I highly recommend for anybody reading Tom King's vision. It's it's so good. But uh no vision, the truth is not kind. <laughs> That's the entire point of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh maybe maybe I'll save those panels to like throw in the comments when we put this uh podcast up just to share with people. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good actually. That'd be really great. Yeah. I mean it it just was really great and it's lovely that we finally got um, the the fact that Age of Ultron was just a uh, fancy prequel for WandaVision. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> it, it was a prequel for the most ambitious sitcom of the 2020s. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And, like, they, it just was so well-crafted. Like, my hat's off to the writers. Yeah. Like, they, they snacked on your magic, and they brought you magic, and... Uh, yeah, it was just uh, it was great. And, no, and, and and they did a really good job because there's there's a version of the show where it wouldn't had the happy resolutions for some. Yeah, granted the town people got fucked over uh, completely. Like they're just gonna be left to deal with their grief of being magic slaves. But like Wanda dealt with her shit. Vision dealt with her shit. Monica dealt with her shit. Um, yeah. and and there's a version of the show where not everybody gets that resolution and they just get to deal more with their grief and in an unhealthy manner. And we're, it's, that shit can get out of control. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, it was, it was, it was so good. And, and from everything from the sitcoms to, to the un, uneasy stuff, to the blip, to, to new characters. I mean, yeah, and like literally, like they they don't have the villain problem. Like Agatha is not dead; she can totally show up later. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love the fact that she can show up later. Like I think they did a really great job with that. You know, keeping her around just in case, because you know, in the books, I don't, I, I have no idea what they're gonna do with her um, in the show from here on out. But in the books, she had 
a lot of ties to a lot of different characters, and I would love to see some of that come to fruition, you know? Yeah, yeah, and even, like, the Bluma Wondagore, and it looks like Wanda is on Wondagore Mountain, so do we get the, the animal people? Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, they have the so balls cool. for that. Is it the, yeah. the new man, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, can can we dream of that? <laughs> oh, if they have the balls to do that, that'd be amazing. Yeah, and it, it's just, you know, birth of so much new stuff, you know, with uh, just with the Monica Rambeau of it all, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, it just, yeah. it was just lovely, lovely, lovely. And, and the thing about the Monica Rambeau thing, and I know Blue will agree with me, is that I don't even think the actress who's playing her realizes how much of a fucking badass that character is. Yeah, I hope I hope they had given her like some of the books to like read and to actually study up on uh for her character because golly, I think she would appreciate it. You know what I mean? Yeah, cuz like she makes a difference. Like Yeah. She 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 can make a dent in this universe. Oh yeah, well she she's led the Avengers on yeah. multiple occasions in the books and yeah. to have her also lead the Avengers in, in, in like, one of the movies, oh, my gosh. It would be freaking incredible. She's, what do they call Omega levels? She's definitely an Omega level. Like Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And, like, the actress cares so much. I was seeing this thing where she literally went back and studied the little girl that plays her, her younger version and made sure that, like, some mannerisms and faces that she made, like, matched the Captain Marvel movie. That's nice. cool. That's rad. I like that. Yeah, like so she she cares and she is she's happy, accidented and fell into this like what can be a great role if they do it well. Mhm. Yeah. So I guess have we talked enough Wanda where we can like get to like final thoughts? I think so. I mean, we covered most of everything so far. I feel like this is the shortest review in, in fuzzball history. Well, we didn't have a lot to, like, <laughs> argue over, you know what I mean? It was just That's so true. good. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I mean, like, well, <laughs> what did you guys think of S.W.O.R.D.? Oh, like, exactly what I thought it was going to be. I figured yeah. they were going to make it like, yeah, like, oh, there's going to be somebody on S.W.O.R.D. who's going to be a son of a bitch, and we're going to have to hate them, but... We got to remember that they're the more militaristic, you know, version of the shield and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I definitely thought that it was going to, like, tie into to Fury in some way, but I guess not. Well, we don't know that yet. And I think this was a good introduction to S.W.O.R.D. Because there was shit happening in the background every time they showed S.W.O.R.D. Yeah. So we got, like, a taste. A Sasana a, a S.W.O.R.D. But... I think, <laughs> but Sword, I think, is going to be playing a much bigger level uh, Porsche part in the in the upcoming stories, especially when they start doing Secret Invasion, and and that's going to break everyone's brain. I think that's going to Secret Invasion is. I don't people realize people will know what the fuck's going to happen. Dude, that show's going to start, and then Fury's going to show up with Director Tyler. Only he's going to seem like a nice guy, but all of us WandaVisioners are going to be like, "Fuck that guy, fuck him." <laughs> Yeah, and hey, I, Fury isn't a nice guy either. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I I just know at the end of all this, if Elizabeth Olsen does not win a Dabgum Emmy for this show, like oh, yeah, like hundred percent, she did great. 
And they, they even, like, they address stuff like, you know, the accent and the costumes. And the, the Scarlet Witch costume, man. Fuck, that was good. Yeah, they gave us, they gave us the crown. Yeah, yep. They really did. Oh, it's just so lovely. Mm. So it's good. a good feel. It's a good um, feel all around. I just hope that Marvel continues to do these uh, genre-bending series, anthology series. Where not everything needs to be told in an action movie, you know, like everybody has kind of like their specific style, you know, and, and, and they tell them in these different mediums and just allow creativity to grow within the MCU. Um, yeah, I, I think that'd be great. I, I hope for whatever the Loki show isn't like Winter Soldier and Falcon and, and, and so on and so forth. So I, I just hope to keep bringing out different things. Yeah. You know what? I agree. I I feel like um the so far with the Falcon and Winter Winter Soldier, it feels like a completely different show, and I really hope that 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 kind of brand sticks with all of the shows. Like they all feel completely different. Yeah, and I mean, I think I think they do a good job with the movies, where they all have their own little flavor. Yeah, but this was like a complete different flavor. Like WandaVision was a complete cerebral mindfuck. Like every episode gave you a a, a curveball, a, a twist and turn, and it had you completely guessing. Compared to you know Falcon and Winter Soldier, where it's just it's you know what you expect, in in other words, or at least what we expect, because we kind of again know more. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. But it, did you did any of you guys watch those uh, Marvel Legends shorts that they had on Disney Disney Plus? No, sir. No, I didn't know that they existed. I, I almost never watch TV, so unless, like, somebody is putting it on, like, I don't know about stuff. Yeah, so basically they, they do, like, eight-minute shorts for each character. So they have one for Wanda, one for Vision, uh, one for Bucky, and one for Falcon so far. And uh, it, it shows you everything that happened before the show for that character. It's really well put together. But uh, I was struck by how the, the scene between Wanda and Vision in Infinity War actually has, like, the same tone as a lot of the stuff in WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Like, you just you just don't think about it because it's part of that bigger bigger cinematic, you know, miracle. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I think there are, like, tones to certain characters that you just don't pick up on, and thankfully there's smarter writers than me, like, doing doing the Lord Kevin Feige's work and, and bringing it to us. Yeah. <laughs> No, and yeah. I mean, but it makes a difference, right? When you're telling three minutes of screen time in a specific tone, and you're then you're doing six hours of it, yeah, or however long for it was. For sure, yeah. It was it was definitely like getting two beautiful meaty movies of grief and trauma and enjoying it, which is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's weird. I think all of us at some level could relate to Rhonda. And her dealing with her, you know, the seven stages of grief that she was dealing with. Yeah. It just made her, and I think going back to Corey, like, it made her probably more a fan favorite character because she's the one that's most human. Yeah. Are you okay? Did you have a heart attack? <laughs> Are you okay? No, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. And you can apply for, and you can submit my Emmy at Fuzzball Facebook group. <laughs> the death of the deuce. Good. The death gracious. of the deuce. You could have said I'd almost dropped the deuce. 
Oh, jeez. You lost it. <laughs> you just lost your Emmy. <laughs> it just went away. I just all you, gone. you said Rhonda instead of Wanda, and immediately I was like, help me, Wanda. Help, help me, Wanda. Help me, Wanda. Help, help me, Wanda. <laughs> I was so happy they included that song. Yeah, me too. It's, uh, yeah, like, they, it was just the the team that put it together and what a big risk like but thankfully it just was so great it landed so well agreed all right so final thoughts who wants to go first um give me more give me more give me more (laughs) (laughs) more wanda and vision more wanda vision just more of this more creativity storytelling and just more comic accurate like the, the 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 work is there like they've already told these stories and them to kind of just take them refine them and retell them um i think it's just wonderful i think this is a great time uh to be a nerd uh as as lack of a better term right now but we, we spent 10 years following the last storylines and now we're just it seems like we're going to get even more deeper into who these characters are and they're not even going to be like the original seven. Like it's going to be nuts. So you're saying that it was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, friends, for joining me on this wonderful review. What is what, what are jokes if not puns persevering? Exactly, oh my gosh. man. Yeah. Don't don't make me tell you my rock puns again. Oh, please don't. <laughs> Somebody please didn't don't. listen to the last episode. Oh, please, don't. <laughs> don't. please don't. Please stop. All right. Who, who's got okay, next rock. final thoughts? Uh, yeah. Um, all, all in all, I, I feel like the show was a huge success. Um, I got excited for stuff. I'm still excited for stuff. Uh, I, I'm really interested in seeing where they take all the characters. I love... Um, the fact that they brought back some people like Kat Denning's character, um, uh, like Jimmy Woo, um, the fact that they're expanding on more. And really, my, my biggest takeaway is that they're, they're getting the balls to experiment and like get out there and try. You know what I mean? Uh, they're, they're really like taking risks and, Disney's taken risks before, but this one was a pretty big one for for what they usually go for. You know what I mean? Um, especially because of the the style of story that this was. So I'm really excited to see where they take the the next MCU stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'll let I'll let Corey go last. I mean, I I think we've said everything needs to be done. Like shout out to Deborah Joe Rupp sitcom gold like showing up like in in wandavision like shout out to agent Wu like blue was saying just just shout out to the whole show like it like it's a pun but it was wanda full it was great <laughs> um like it was a vision you know what i'm saying like it just uh it it gave me everything it gave me villains to root against it gave me heroes to root for it gave me complications texture and surprises and and overall it just was more than i expected and uh, a show that a great show that I don't even know that we deserved how great this show was, but I'm glad it happened. And uh, as much as I'm liking Falcon and Winter Soldier, I'm glad WandaVision was the first. Yeah. What do you got, Corey? 
Um, I mean, I agree with you guys, and I think I, I think I've made my thoughts about really liking it clear. I just want to say, you know, um, screw binge watching. <laughs> this 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 show kind of solidified that mindset for me because and waiting week to week, you know, look how look how much we've you know we're talking about it, have been talking about it, we're still talk, talking about it, and uh, and and don't get me wrong, it was it was kind of tough waiting. On, a whole week for a new episode but you know it, it made it just made that experience it, it made the when we finally seeing it you know that much more satisfying and and you know as much as, as much as i enjoy netflix and stuff like that you know, um binge watching just doesn't have the same effect you know yeah i mean disney single-handedly saving the water cooler industry <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And the thing that that bothers me is that people have gotten so used to binge watching that I, and and you kind of I think most people were generally happy with Wandavision, but you if you go on Twitter, which I don't recommend, um, you can see some of the reactions of people like they're getting so impatient when they're like, well, why didn't anything happen this week? And it's like, well, actually, a lot of stuff happened, and and then they're just and then they were disappointed in the found finale because they'd hyped it up so much in their heads that, that they expected all these things to happen that didn't like fan theories and stuff fan theories are fan theories are stupid by the way um, <laughs> <laughs> so like um if anyone watches the boys like the second season got review bombed like just because they decided to release it week to week instead of dropping them all at once so um, I think so. You know, I think most people are okay with it, but I, you know, I'm just concerned about the that vocal minority that just that just want everything at once. They want all the answers right away, and it's like, can you imagine a show like uh, I don't know, Lost or something like that being watched being watched right now in the age of binge watching? Man, people would people would lose their shit <laughs> after the first episode. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I think we're getting back to a world of of weekly releases. Even I think like Amazon Prime's doing like they release the first three and then they go weekly. So it's like a little bit of both. Like you can binge it first, but then you gotta you gotta wait for your next dose of hair on. <laughs> so the next hero appearing next week. Can't... Yeah, hero end, man. Hero on. <laughs> hero hero end. <laughs> Heroes in. <laughs> Heroes are in. <laughs> yeah, you just got to tap it right between your toes so you don't get caught. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's the only way to take your heroes. Oh, my. <laughs> hey, I was, I was a medic. Uh, there's a dark side to medicine. Yeah. Oh, oh my. Don't worry. My plexus is accurate. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> But yeah, I think uh, I think we did a good job talking about it. Even though Danny may be right, maybe our shortest review ever, other than like the Joker review, that was just short and hateful. It was very hateful, very short. Yes, it's, <laughs> it, it it seems a lot longer living yeah, through it. This is the polar opposite. It's short and loving. Yeah. Well, when you make good things, this is what happens. Exactly. Indeed. Indeed. Well, uh, I think that's uh, all the things. Do you guys have any uh, any things you want to plug? Um, I mean, if you could like come and see me on Instagram and give me money for arts, that would be great. <laughs> uh, Blue Wolf D on Instagrams, come check me out. Yay, yay, yay. Uh, also, John, 
um, has been doing the questers, and he has uh, some wonderful videos up, which I forgot to post up on the Laughed Up Football page, and I will do it right now, as a matter of fact. But uh, you, yeah, you did post it, actually. Oh, I did post it? Okay, yeah. yay. <laughs> you did. Yeah, go watch those. Those are great. Yeah, you can just comment on it, and it'll move it higher in the feed. I'll do that. <laughs> uh, Corey, you got stuff to plugs? Um, I guess I'll plug my YouTube channel again. You know, I, I posted the link, um, posted the link last time, but yeah, I used to do movie reviews and if, you know, if, and if I get any kind of response to it, I might be encouraged to do some more. Um, so who knows, but, uh, yeah, I'll post the link again, but my username is, uh, if for some reason you're watching this, you're, I mean, you're listening to this and you're not part of the group, in, in which case, how the hell did you find it? But um, <laughs> my username is K-I-U-S-A-G-I and then the number seven. So just search for me on YouTube and you'll find my long time ago reviews stuff. Yeah, do some new ones, man. I want to I wanna hear your, uh, your uh, Kajira versus Kong review. <laughs> All right. I'll be uh, I want to watch that movie so bad. Ah. Yeah, I've half watched it blue and I enjoyed the kaiju. <laughs> I mean, maybe we should, we get a little taste and have Corey do his review and and Ooh. so people people can see how how he reviews movies. Yeah, Corey, you want to do you want to do a little non-spoiler uh, Kong versus Godzilla review? Oh boy. Well, you're putting me on the spot here. Um it's hard to it's hard to do a whole review where that when I haven't typed it out, but I guess I'll just I'll say you know it's um, it delivers on the lizard and the monkey action that you were that you that you went to see um, human stuff a bit less than stellar some of it some of it you know okay some of it less than okay but but it's kept mostly to a minimum the and the the runtime of the movie is is actually a little. A little bit less than two hours, which makes it shorter than the previous installments. So they, so they really, you know, cut the human stuff to a minimum there, which, which is a good thing. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, don't, I really don't want to give anything away. Not that there's a whole lot to give away, but but it's absolutely worth it if you if you like big monsters fighting each other. You know, you'll get that, and then some. So, all I want to know is, was there a lot of gorilla whale versus gorilla gorilla fighting? <laughs> Absolutely. <Heck> yeah. <laughs> I I fully I I have watched it, and I enjoyed the the gorilla whale versus gorilla gorilla fighting, uh, and then I enjoyed some other stuff too. And uh, since I wasn't actively watching it, I was working on a uh, paper about two different historians writing about the fall of the Soviet Union. Uh, I was very confused at points. There was there was sign language and uh, some other stuff. Yeah, uh, um, it doesn't make a whole lot more sense even if you're watching it. Uh, also, by the way, I um, if you can and if you feel comfortable, I would recommend watching it in a theater. Um, most of them are are open now, and a lot of and if you find one that does a good job of spacing people out, you know, you won't get too you won't be too close to anybody. And but it's uh it's it's one of those movies that's made for the big screen. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Sweet. Thanks. Thank you, Mr. Corey, sir. Yeah, no problem. Nice. But uh okay. Danny Danny doesn't do any of the things that get plugged, but you can you can plug him over at uh <laughs> <laughs> the Laugh It Up Fuzzball's Facebook group, plug, plug, plug. Uh, 
And you can always find him talking here on the podcast. I like I like my friends to talk with me. It keeps me from feeling so lonely and experiencing the five stages of grief when they're not around. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm so far from acceptance. <laughs> but uh, it was a good time. My stuff, at WookieRide on Twitter and Instagram. Laugh it up, fuzzball podcast at gmail.com if you want to send an email. Who does that anymore? Jerry does. Shout out to Jerry. <laughs> Thanks for listening, buddy. Um, what else? We talked about the Facebook group, anchor.fm slash laugh dash it dash up dash fuzzball. You want to be cool? You want to buy t-shirts? You want to have a t-shirt like me and Blue and Jerry and my mom and Autumn and Danny? Go to tpublic.com slash user slash laugh dash it dash up dash fuzzball. And uh, yeah, that's that's all the stuff. We have to say goodbye, but don't be sad, friends, because we, we have said goodbye before, but we will say hello again. We really will. Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess that's us talking WandaVision. It's good. Watch it. And like Corey said at the end of our our Disney era of Star Wars, his uh, his positive note was, watch WandaVision. It's good. <laughs> that was uh, the thing to bring me back for this one. Oh, yeah. No, we're going to have you back more, bud. We, oh. we appreciate your inputs. <laughs> I, let me guess. The next one is going to be for the Godzilla vs. Kong spoiler, <laughs> spoiler oh, heck, episode. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna do a dedicated episode. I do have an idea that I'll talk to you guys uh, off the recording. But until the next time, friends, we're gonna say goodbye. TTFN, Corey, Blue, Danny the Deuce, and Joe the Wookie Riot out.